Uh, well, he spaced last week and didn't watch, which is fine. You don't have to watch every week. <laughs> I know. Uh, unless you're a producer of the show, and which he is. So it was, yeah. there was less something. I don't know what happened, but, um, yeah, I definitely spaced out. Yeah. Jesse and I didn't know about it. We talked about Wings for a really long time, and then we realized that we weren't even live on Facebook. And then we had to go back and continue talking about Wings. And so hello to everyone that is jumping on. Mr. Hibner, how's it going, Coach? Good to see you. Uh, we're in, this is live at lunch, and we are talking this, I don't know, currently, about uh, The Case for Christ. Uh, it's a great book by Lee Strobel that's older than you think it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he looked pretty young in this. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, this, what did, what's he done with his hair? Hold on, I've got my. I've been doing a lot of video editing a... over the last four months, and as I watched that video, <clears> there was a couple <throat> things that I thought about. One, uh, it, that's an old video. But two, uh, they did for those whenever they shot that they did a pretty good job with the old green screen. Couldn't see any kind of glow around him. Recently, I've done a lot of green screening. Right. Uh, did you see? By the way, did you see the kids' service this week? You probably didn't. And if you didn't, you probably didn't watch all the way to the end. Yeah, I don't remember because you would have said something. <laughs> it was. I'm going to toot I'm, my horn, own horn, but I will say this. The, the end of the kids' ministry worship experience, which would go right now. You can stop watching this video. This is way more important. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but afterwards, go watch the kids' worship experience and check out the— fun. Watch the end. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's really fun. And this week, I, I, sometimes you just get an inspiration. You watch a YouTube video, and you're like, you know what? I could probably try that. And uh, minute, it's great. What did you do? Because I think I remember seeing— well, so, we're talking about focus during the summer. We're talking about faith, but mostly focus. And I spent the last couple of weeks talking about Christmas in July, and I was focused right, on Christmas right. in July. Devin hated it. And so this week I said, listen, I'm giving up Christmas in July, but I'm focused on building something. I've been really busy, and I've got a solution to my busyness. And she's like, well, I'm super scared. And so then <laughs> we go through this the rest of the story a couple of times. We talk about it a little bit. And then at the end, I walk in, and I say, hey, I'm finished. I'm done. And then I walk in again. And then oh, I, walk in I again, did see it. I did see it. And then I walk it. in again. And yes. There was a bunch Several of Several Seth clones. It was fantastic. Uh, so anyway, check it out. It's, it took me a long time to do it. So anyway, it was, <laughs> so we're, we're so actually we're talking about the case for Christ. Yeah, we're talking about the case for Christ. But Sorry for the that detour. That's the beauty of live is that sometimes you find a rabbit trail, you just chase that little bunny down. And That's right. Now we're going to get back out of the rabbit hole, and we're going to talk about Case for Christ. We're in session three of the Case for Christ. Steve has already in the comments put a link to Right Now Media. If you'd like to get in a Right Now Media account, we would love for you to have one, and it's free to you Yes, uh, because we pay for it, and we can give away as many as we want because that's what they told us we, they could do. Right. And we've given away over 500 accounts wow. now. Yeah. That's and awesome. And so... Uh, you can be one of those that are heading us over to 600 accounts of Right Now Media. It's a great resource Yes. Uh, during this time, during any time, <clears throat> that you can use on your own or with groups. They have a new feature now where you can create yeah. a virtual watch party. I'm going to do that with my community group. I saw uh, that moving today forward. for the first time. And it's going to be super fun. And it's a great – they have all of the features that you typically have to pay extra for. Like if you want to just turn one on, turn it on the listening mode and walk, uh, you know – right. Around your subdivision? Like a podcast. You can do that, too. Uh, that's actually how I typically listen to this. Right. Today was the first time I actually watched it. Yeah. And you I don't was, always need to see the video. It's usually no, just like a this talking time head. Really, or, it is mostly talking heads. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of things I wanted to write down today because some of the facts and information that we're going to probably get into a little bit right. were fantastic. Yes, I did write down uh, a couple. 
So anyway, you also probably are noticing that that's not Jesse. Uh, that is producer Steve, uh, also known as Pastor Steve. And when he's in front of the camera, he is Pastor Steve. And so Pastor Steve is joining us today. Jesse is not here, as you can tell. Uh, but we're trudging on. Yeah. Session three. And, and anytime Danny sneaks in, I always get worried because I think something's wrong is <laughs> happening. It's live. We can't stop it. But eh, so, so back, back to the case for Christ, I yes, was going to say... We did a whole sermon series on this a couple of years ago, several years ago, maybe? Yeah. Three years ago? Make Your Case for Christ was what we called it. Uh, it was another book that he came out with called Making Your Case for Christ. Making Your Case for Christ. Uh, I okay. did, I'd forgotten about that, too. I remembered that we had did it, but I thought it was we yeah. had done it. But I, was, I thought it was on Case for Christ, but it's a whole other book. Okay. But anyway, same guy. <laughs> and then we watched the movie. I didn't realize they were two different things. I know. I had to actually argue with Jesse for a minute, and he's like, <laughs> why? I don't know. <laughs> No real reason. So yeah, go go ahead. Repackage it. That's all I was going to say. Was yeah. that uh, that we, you know, you may you may have thought, hmm, that looks familiar, yeah. and it's because it was a sermon series several years ago. Yeah, and uh, we actually went to a Tomball College. Oh, and, and we listened watched, to him, and then we went and watched the movie. Yep, as a church, we rented out a yeah. theater. We had we filled a movie theater in the Woodlands. Super fun. And and watched the making. Uh, it was it? actually the case for Christ, Christ didn't you? Huh? Yeah, fantastic yeah. movie that it you was, could probably still get on Netflix or and, Amazon or. And yeah, this wherever. book is a, this book is a little it's old, but it's no less true. And that's the beauty of the investigation that he put into this. Is yes. it was numbers and facts and things like that right. that that a lot of times there's a real side of the emotional side of our faith, right? But there's the factual side of it oh, that yeah. needs to be. Understood, because if you're going to make a strong argument for your faith yes. to someone that doesn't believe or is against Correct. it, you better have a few, little bit of a understanding more than just, well, I just think that it's the right thing. Right. Because yeah. the, anybody with any kind of, you know, anything can disarm you pretty quickly on wow. that. And this is, you know, for for someone like me, a personality like me who um, I... I my parents told me about it. The preacher was preaching about it. I, okay. Sounds right. Yeah. Yep. And it wasn't Same. until I got in college, you know, that people began challenging. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. And, and you feel helpless at that point, yeah. right? You and go, to, and, and to know that there are people out there with brilliant minds, very intellectual, um, you know, who have done a lot of the work for us for those of us who are a little more simple in our yeah, in our no thinking kidding. and in our faith that would be me yeah me. um it you talk it made me emotional because i got all excited about the gospel and the bible and again and so um when i would hear very intellectual people talking about christ mm-hmm. or the bible the reliability of the bible archaeology that supports our scriptures, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I, it just, it was like, yes, yeah. you know? That's what I need. I'm so grateful. I'm still going to believe, but I'm so grateful to know that there are intellectual arguments for Absolutely. our faith. Yeah. And, well, today, that's what it's, today is about extra biblical texts, right? All right. the things that are Gnostic gospels and right. things like that. If you haven't watched it well, I couldn't do justice to explain all the things that they were explaining, but you should take the time to watch. It's actually a short one this week. Uh, yeah, eight minutes. Yeah, eight or nine minutes. Yeah. And 
They talk about lots of gospels, and they talk about how how is that helpful to our to defending our faith, to the determination of our faith. And of course, they uh, Lee likened it to uh, someone on trial. If you had a witness that said, "This is what I saw." And then you had another person come in later and say, now, I saw this, yes. but it was still based on that person. Right. It's a similar corroborating, to what you I believe they say. Yeah, corroborating, corroborating witness. That's, that's helpful. Now, in the account of the Gnostic Gospels, you have some very different reporting as to what Jesus was, exactly. who Jesus it, was. And, and what he said. And what he said. And, and when they compared it to the Gospels, versus the Gnostic Gospels, you, they started saying, okay, so here's, here's why this is helpful. One, Jesus was a real person, right? They right. historically reflect the things that Jesus was and did and, and right. those things. Where they changed is who he was, right, as the Son of God. Correct. It was more of a smart man, smart teacher, helpful person. Yeah, wise man. You know, I didn't realize until I watched this video how many other Gospels... Yeah that there are mm-hmm. um, out there or that there were at the time, <clears throat> they just the, they just kept scrolling all mm-hmm. these different Gospels. I didn't know there was a Gospel according to um, Mary. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. But, Which would be neat. To, like, if, if that was something that you could, it'd be cool to see her perspective as yeah. a woman living through the Gospels. But, uh, but, the, but here's the simple thing. Those came far after. Yes, too, when, too far after. Too far to, after to have eyewitnesses, and that's the point, right? You, if you're in a courtroom and you're talking to someone and they say, "I saw this," right, and then you have someone else comes in and says, "I talked to someone Who's who said. knew somebody that saw this." <laughs> what are those is more sustainable? What is the, what are you going to lean to as someone who's an investigator? Exactly, you're going to listen to your eyewitness, and that's why we have stuck to. Uh, for the most part, people have stuck to the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're that close in their writings to have talked to and have interviewed key yes. eyewitnesses to Jesus himself and the crucifixion and the resurrection. Yeah, that, that's <clears throat> such an important point because a, a lot of the documents came out and were distributed at a time when someone could go, no, yeah. that's not what happened. Correct. You know, people yeah. people would have refuted it absolutely um, because they were like uh, the witnesses themselves. Yeah, we're still here, yeah. and uh, it, that just happened. That never happened. And so it is amazing when you dive into the reliability of the Gospels, New Testament, Scripture mm-hmm. overall. But when you dive into the reliability, um, it, it is an amazing thing how reliable mm-hmm. our Scriptures are, yeah. and particularly. The Gospels, right? And it goes back to last week for me. How many versions or how many copies of that there are yeah. still available? Yes. In comparison to all the other historical documents that we take as fact, yes. anyway. Yes. That's the amazing thing is that those things have su- survived antiquity. Yes. And they're available to see and yes. know and understand. Whereas these, which came significantly later, right? There's not as many, right? And. There's a reason for that. God knew what he was doing. Yes. And that's the only explanation is, you know, how can something last this long? Yeah. Well, if the creator of the universe yes. wants it to. Exactly. That's, a lot of times that's enough for me. <laughs> so let's, they looked at, they talked to some historians, they talked to some people 
um, that cited those Gnostic Gospels, cited the... I mean, that's what it was all about. We looked at a guy named Josephus who historian. is a very well-known and well-respected historian who, yes. although... Who was a contemporary yes. of Jesus and the disciples. And a Pharisee. And it, yeah. he, was, he didn't believe in Jesus. No. But he reported the historical yeah. reality of who Jesus was. Right. He was, he a, was a man that walked on the earth. Yeah. He was like a reporter, yeah. a news reporter yeah. at the time who, you know, recorded these things and, and give more, even more credence to, um, to our gospels. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like for me, that's one of those things that that helps immensely because even though we're not generationally, we're not that far away. 2000 years seems like a long time, but when you go generationally, it's not that far removed from Jesus. But when you, when you look at an, at a guy who didn't believe in Jesus writing about a man named Jesus, Right. Who walked the earth. Yes. That's what makes it real to me. Yes. Because then I start, then I look at the, the whole of the evidence of the Gospels, mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, with the extra historical text and right. say, oh, that's, that's the thing that I plant my flag in yeah. and say, okay, now we're talking. Right. And, and that's, I think you may have said that earlier, but you may be sharing this information with somebody. And if you're only using the scriptures, if you're only using the Bible, which is not a bad thing. No, of course not. <laughs> but if you are only using the Bible as a source for someone who, doesn't who is believe not the Bible. a believer yeah. and they just say, I don't believe the Bible. Yeah. I think that's that very convenient for you Certainly. to believe the Bible. But then you say, hey, have you heard of the historian Josephus? Yeah. Who had well, no stake in the game. Yeah. He was not yeah. a follower of the way at all. Right. He was part of the group that killed Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. And little did he know that he was writing a historical account that would be used thousands of years later to prove that Jesus right. was real as a human being, which is the ver- a very huge portion of, of this. That Jesus came in the form of a man. He was also God. We know through the Gospels and eyewitness accounts that Jesus came, died, was buried, and came back to life. And right. that, after he predicted that he was going to do it, that's the foundation of our faith. And the truth is, I tend to follow a guy that can predict his own death and resurrection and then pull yes. it off. Right? Yes. I'm not the creator of that statement, but I hold on to it because it's really, <laughs> really simple and it's true. Right. Because nobody else has been able to do that. Yeah. There's reason I, for that, too. I just I love the fact that... Lee Strobel was an investigative reporter. I mean, this guy was going to get to the bottom of stuff. Yeah. You know? Just like Josephus. He was going to dig and dig and dig, you know, to find the truth. And when confronted with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he was like, no way. I'm going to be the one person who proves this didn't happen. The one person who proves that this is wrong and couldn't do it. Exactly. Couldn't do it. He had to come and to the conclusion. Thousands and thousands of other people, yeah. if not millions, have tried to do Absolutely. throughout history, including Tacitus, who had reason to try, just like Josephus, mm. to try and disprove who Jesus was. And all he did was further <laughs> align <laughs> with everyone else who believed in Jesus because he kept everything he pointed to just kept pushing him back to it, just right. like Lee Strobel. Mm-hmm. As much as Lee didn't want to believe, the evidence overwhelmingly yeah. pushed him to an understanding and a belief, 
in something that, he, although he couldn't physically see, right. the evidence yeah. and his investigation subsequently convinced him. Right. Because think about it. And, and he had enough intellectual integrity mm-hmm. to go, I surrender. Yeah, exactly. I, not only do I surrender, but I will follow. Which, which, which just we makes, all have to do. Every yeah. person, whether you grew up like you did or like I did, Absolutely. which is the exact same way we grew up in church. And there was a very well-respected man and a woman or person that taught us about Jesus. And exactly. we went, I got it. I believe it. What else is there? Right. Or you were someone that grew up in a situation that there, Jesus was not talked about and you didn't know Jesus until, or hear, hear about Jesus until you were 20 or 30 or 40 or even older. Right. And you had to do some investigation yourself. Yeah. That stands up. And that's, that's the part that is exciting. And that's the part as a Christ follower or someone who's not a Christ follower, we all have a decision to make. Uh, and we talked about this last week. In a couple weeks, starting in August... Uh, we're doing a sermon series called Enough is Enough, uh, and it's a look into Hebrews. We're going to talk about how Jesus is enough. It's not about anything else, right? and it centers on him. Now, because of Jesus and because of what we know and believe, there are things that we will do, ways that we will be, that are different than someone who doesn't know Christ. But Jesus is enough for all of us. He saves us once yeah. and for all, and... We're going to get into all that. Some yeah. of the harder, more difficult topics to wrestle with in the Bible, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be a fun series called Enough is Enough starting August 3rd. No, August 2nd. Yeah. Well, you know, there. you, you talk about people with enough intellectual integrity to, to say, okay, I've searched this out. I believe it to be true, and I will now follow Christ. Then you have other people who are like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. But don't follow. Yeah. Don't want to give their lives over to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, when someone who has thought it through and come to the conclusions that it is true, it's just powerful. Right. As you know, easy the, as it is to become a Christ follower. Yeah. Right. Easy. The Lee Strobel's word. and the Josh McDowell's and the C.S. Lewis's, you know, uh, of of the world who very intellectual men and believe believed. You know. Yeah. Uh, is is incredibly powerful, but we we don't we still don't have to. You don't have to have that. No. It just supports yeah. those of us who don't quite have the intellectual. You keep saying that like you're a smart know. guy. You're a very smart guy. You probably have, I, I, outside listen, of Pastor compared, Ed, you have the best record, Master of Divinity. It's what he's got. This guy over here, he actually made it through Greek. That's right. Half a semester of Greek. It doesn't matter. And half a semester of Hebrew. So that's just enough to be dangerous. You know how many semesters more that is than what I took? <laughs> One. That's astronomical. So no, but I mean, I I don't. My brain just does not work like a Lee Strobel. No, and then that's okay too. Lewis, but I am so happy to read their books. Uh, one of my favorite intellectual pastors living today is Timothy Keller, mm-hmm. and he's got a book called Making Sense of God, and he has yeah. another one, um, and I can't remember the title of it, but they're both apologetics. 
for the existence of God mm-hmm. and just the way he argues um, for the existence of God uh, is it's amazing to me and it and it bolsters my faith and and I think that if you get nothing out of this study, the one big thing that you need to get out of it is well okay there's a lot of things. <laughs> One, Jesus is real. He was who he said he was. That's he died right. on the cross for you. He is uh, the author and finisher of faith, and he is the reason that we can have salvation. He offers forgiveness of all sins. Yes, that is the main thing. Yes. Right. Okay, another thing is that you need to do some more investigation. Yeah. Right? If you haven't done some investigation at your level, right? use these people who have spent their lives developing this and their talents and their spiritual giftings Mm -hmm. to make it so that we can understand, right? right? Because we're not all scholars. I will never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever be able to read Greek. I I have a hard time looking at Spanish and I'm around that all the time. But these people who have been gifted with the ability and the mind space to do this have put it down. And it's our responsibility and you know that it's out there to go and to do that research yeah. so that you can go and share your faith because that's really what it's all about. Right. Once you know Christ, you live for him, you follow him, the only natural thing is to share it because the best thing in the world that you know, mm-hmm. think about your kids or something you love, your favorite hobby. You talk about that all the time unprovoked. Right, I, I used <laughs> yeah. I CrossFitted for a really long time, and guess what? I talked about a lot when I got around people. CrossFit, CrossFit, and now nausea. You talk about snakes. People would hate it. Yes, now I talk about reptiles, and people hate it. <laughs> and but that's the thing. I'm passionate about it, so that's what comes out in the conversations. And 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 my goal is for that to, same thing to come out anytime I have a conversation right. with people. That Christ will come out, and Christ will be Christ will be evident in my life, yeah. just like any of these other things that I love and am passionate about, but more so. And, uh, well, hello, Michael Ivy, all the way over in England. What? Hey, man. It's bedtime, buddy. And Dana. Dana Nickerson, she jumped on. I feel like the lady I used to watch when I was a kid. Other people. Who was a little kindergarten. uh, Doesn't matter. Anyway, she would always go, I see Michael. And yeah, I that's see, what I feel like this is. Yes. I feel I see so, little Stevie. Anyway, it's just Hello, it's good to have y'all. And yes. James Brenner just joined us. So. What's up, James? Hey, uh, what I was going to say was group. there may be times when <clears throat> a simple presentation of the gospel is enough to convince someone, but there will be other times when someone will throw questions at you mm-hmm. that you may not be prepared for. And I think that's all we're saying is avail yourself of the resources that are here on Right Now Media, mm-hmm. um, this particular video series called The Case for Christ. Yep. Avail yourself of books by Josh McDowell or Timothy Keller, or there are hundreds, I am certain, Blackman? of these people who are apologists and who help explain our faith and scriptures uh, in a little more intellectual way for somebody who really needs to work through the questions. Yeah. You know, there are some that are just like, I believe. You know, Holly and I were watching a video the other day, and it's this Australian evangelist. I can't remember his name right now, but he just literally walks up to people on the street, and it's always like an interview. He's got a microphone, and he begins talking. He's sharing the gospel with him, and he does it in a particular way. 
of pointing out your, that we are all sinners. Mm-hmm. And he took this guy right down the path, and he said, knowing what you know, knowing what you've heard today, when, when would you, <clears throat> I don't remember exactly how he asked it, basically, when would you turn your life over to Christ? And the guy was like, immediately. Yeah. And he was like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yes, and ended up praying with him right then and there. I mean, so there are some people, they just need to hear the gospel. Others need a little more I, evidence all, or whatever you want to call it. It's also important to note, like, you can't discount the work of the Holy Spirit in these people's Absolutely. lives. Because obviously, without the work of the Holy Spirit, no one would ever get it. Absolutely. Right? That's what took, even though Steve and I were, grew up in an area where we weren't exposed to a lot of questions of anything else other than right. Jesus, the Holy Spirit still had to stir. When I was in third grade sitting in a visiting church, I had that stirring, and I decided, well, I guess there's no resisting this. I need to walk down, and I need to give my life to Christ right. and serve him from now on. Right. That was no doubt, even as a third grader, that that was a stirring of the Holy Spirit in my life for something. Right. And even you may know everything in the world. You may give the best and most clear gospel presentation, and there are people that are going to look at you and go, mm, that's cool. Yeah. Without the stirring of the Holy Spirit, I, I fumbled through many of conversations where I thought at the end of it, I'm sorry, I got to go. <laughs> and they went, no, I, I want what you're talking about. I want Jesus yeah. in my life. I want to accept him. And you go, well, that's obviously, yeah. it's not nothing, up to It was me. nothing I said. It definitely wasn't me. <laughs> and that's the part that gives you the strength to know you're not alone in this. We need to do everything we can to prepare ourselves for those questions so that we can, because it's been made available to us and now it's been made even more available to us than at any time in history our ability to learn as much as we can. But understanding that the power of the Holy Spirit moving in someone's life is what's really going to to, to matter. And that's what we should be praying for as we pray for opportunities, as we prepare ourselves to pray and share our faith. Steve, it's always a pleasure when you're here. It's always a pleasure when Jesse's here. I just love doing this. I love Tuesdays, 1210, seeing all you people, even the, the six that I see currently on right now. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, if you've, if something in this stirred something in your mind and you'd love further conversation about it, we would be happy to talk yeah. with you. Uh, my email is Seth at magnoliasfirst.org and Steve's is Steve at magnoliasfirst.org. And we would love to continue the conversation. If you want to talk about Greek or Hebrew, contact Steve. Mm, not no, me. don't do that. No, he's got the. the I types. might remember a few he's letters got the of the Greek alphabet on his wall. That's <laughs> all that matters. I've got a degree. So do you? Yeah, but it. Does, I'm pretty sure it says he got it without Hebrew or Greek. <laughs> they didn't ask me to do that. Trust me, it was the bare minimum to graduate. It's enough. It's still fantastic, and more than most other people that I know. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Appreciate you. And we are so thankful that you have joined us again at Live at Lunch. We look forward to seeing you again next week at 1210 as we kind of continue diving into the case for Christ. Yeah, be sure and go watch the video and we'll be praying for you. Absolutely.